quit. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. Your boy Dave Neal with Jonesy. Hey, I'm back already. What is it? Back Three already. weeks or something? Not even. Yeah, not even. You were on like two episodes ago. I know. I know. And so, we were rambling on about any, anything but sex and romance. <laughs> we were, I don't even remember what we were talking we, about. We just become two grumpy Boston. New Englanders. Yeah. We and were, I, I was hoping that we would have recorded our walk over here, which, by the way, if you can hear the helicopter overhead, we're in we're filming in Minority Report right now. <laughs> um, that is, is a legitimate legitimate police helicopter. I can't tell. I can't tell how much they can hear it, but it's <laughs> deafening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope that they're not disturbed. But it's, this is Los Angeles. I guarantee uh, that police helicopter is looking for like a pic, like not like nothing. I, I guarantee they're spending fifty grand in gas and helicopter gas, whatever the fuel's called, to look for somebody who uh, uh, has owes too many parking tickets. Yeah. yeah, or it's like you know, it's probably like the the pilot's ex girlfriend <laughs> is leaving some dude's house. Like you know, they <laughs> abuse their rights. <laughs> so he's using the police department's own resources to uh, stalk his ex girlfriend or something. Yeah, but he's like Gary. Look. Uh, <laughs> Tina's out there. All right, fire up the bird. <laughs> but these are the tax dollars of the citizens of L.A. Yeah, fuck them. I need to get back in bed with her. Chick's skirts are blowing up out of the wind. They're like 50 feet off the ground. Totally legit. Oh, yeah, sign off on that LAPD. Shit, wouldn't you use... Yeah, but if you were a cop, wouldn't you abuse that power? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I would abuse I would abuse the radar, the Patriot Act. The fucking um, taser. Taser. <laughs> you, and first of all, you know you're cuffing your chick up in bed. Yeah. You know those every... Every cop's handcuffs has been because there sure. isn't a chick in this world if her boyfriend is a cop that isn't yeah. wanting to get uh, you know that stick on her a little bit, a little bit. And let me tell you something: as a citizen of uh, of this city, I don't mind if my tax dollars are going to some sort of somebody's sexual pleasure. It's just my tax dollars going to cops that just fucking arrest you for uh, you know getting on the train without paying, stealing a dollar seventy five. You know that's where I hate. Where have you gotten like, any tickets or anything? I did. I got. Uh, I got. Caught on the train without paying. You uh, were hopping the turnstile? I didn't even hop it. There's no turnstile. <laughs> you just walked the turnstile? Do you, have you been on these trains? Yeah, it's got that there's little no, open sesame doors, right? Th- no, there's some that don't have any doors at all. There's a little post on one far side of the walkway and a post on the other. And you're supposed yeah. to, like, honor system, like, touch your card to the post and walk on. Well, I fucking, in a hurry, missing the train, I just ran on. And then I got I got caught. And then uh, what was the ticket? No ticket, bro. I got to show up for court on oh, June twenty first. A court summons. Isn't that fucking crazy? A court summons. A court summons. You vagrant. That they're probably looking for you right now. Maybe they are looking for me because I stole a dollar seventy five. You fucked Ra- Randy's girlfriend. <laughs> 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 they just spent a thousand dollars on helicopter gas to look for me easy, for owing a dollar seventy five. Easy, a thousand dollars a minute. Any helicopter <laughs> pilots out there want to tell us how much the gasoline costs? Yeah, I would like to know as a taxpayer, like how much that costs for you to <laughs> see. Taxpayers should have the option to vote. Like, say they want to go catch a guy, there should be a, a text message sent out to, like, I don't know, a thousand people. And the first hundred that respond with yay or nay decides whether or not they go catch the guy. Dude, I love you, this. If it's like, imagine that, and they got to go, all right, let's, let, let's be a, a true democracy. Jonesy walked through. He was late. You know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. He did violate. What should we do? And then immediately the people speak. I love that. I love <laughs> that is a way better way to do business. And we all have these devices. We can completely input immediately into the system directly. Yeah. We don't need to have a representative. We can just directly input into the system and make our own decisions. And in that and in that instance, hopefully they would give the information that Jonesy stole a dollar seventy five. Okay. <laughs> Not a big deal. So that everyone will be like, nay. Don't I bet prosecute. you someone will give you two bucks and be like, here you go, bro. It be looks like, like you're caught hey. off rough times. And then you feel guilty, but you're like, all right, that's the system. <laughs> that is the system. Like, like if Randy up here wants keys to the helicopter, right? He should just have to bang out a text to the people. And in, when I say people, it just ran, randomly goes to a sample size of 1,000 people or 100 or whatever it is, whatever you feel like the sample size needs, needs to be. And he goes, look, I'm a cop. I have, an, I have a license. We're not using the helicopter right now. Um, I think my chick is at a guy's house. Sends it out, 62%. Hey, go find that fucking asshole. And there he is. And then we know. And then we agreed on it. And then you trust the sample size. And that way he has to make his case. So the abuse of power will at least be granted by the people. Yeah, and at least the abuse of power doesn't go behind our backs, which is where it usually goes. It'll be behind Tina's back as they follow her from that cum dumpster location that she's cheating on Randy. Oh, cum dumpster. I didn't know you were a poet. Cum dumpster. Oh, and how about this? So, so the other day, 
we were the last episode you talked about you got kicked off an island for doing a bad lesbian joke yeah and, I, and in, in fact comedy. i just published that story on the site medium oh yeah i wrote a really good i don't know 500 word piece of prose on it that's really funny and good writing and you can read it at uh, medium.com slash at funny jones i've started to post these stories about my uh comedy failings uh, because it, on, in a series called a hundred reasons not to be a comedian amazing so, so, so that was, was the that fir- reason number one uh that was reason number two the first reason was <laughs> uh when i was the, the warm-up comedian for naomi judd's show which was a religious show and i i lost the job because i swore too much oh i heard so i saw i saw your post about that yeah so yeah. i posted that yeah so then then i just wrote so the piece you were about swore- getting- you were swearing like to the audience i'd I said a few shit bombs and uh, uh, and goddamn and and, the, and, it was, and it's Jesus what, like a religious sitcom? yeah it's a religious it's a it was a religious talk show. The problem was I wouldn't have done any yeah, of those things. Will do it too. I wouldn't have done any of those <laughs> things if Naomi Judd didn't take over an hour to come out of the green room. So I warmed up a yeah, crowd for an hour. You were stretching. I was totally stretching, and it was my first time doing warm up like that. And how I mean, by accident, a few times I slipped. But God damn it, can you give me some room here? It was an hour of warm up. Was it day one that they got you? Yeah, it was day one that they got uh, me. Oh, yeah, so yeah, because yeah. they they hire us like um, sort of auditions. Like, ah, if it goes well, we'll hire you again. But it's a nearly impossible job. Like, you have to be like a savant crowd work guy, like yeah. Brody Stevens or sure. some crazy. It, I am a good crowd work guy, so for me, it's not an it's not an issue. What the issue was was. Uh, you know, I had watched other comics do crowd. I mean, a uh, crowd warm up for TV shows, and I saw ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, I expected that. I can go fifteen minutes on with no material at all, not a problem. When you stretch it to an hour and fifteen minutes, which is and, how long it took this bitch to get out of the fucking green room, I don't know if she's doing her hair or praying to Jesus or whatever the fuck she was doing. Too many genuflexing. To, <laughs> she, I don't know if she was eating. Uh, but she, she took forever to get out of the green room, and I, you know you shouldn't be warming up a crowd for a TV show that long. You know it should be fifteen. Yeah, for minutes. those that have never that don't know what we're talking about, the, there's a it's like a it's like a in an, an, uh, a live audience. Sure. Ta- they'll tape the show with a live audience. They do it for like Ellen DeGeneres, but they also do it for certain sitcoms like Two and a Half Men. Yeah, it's kind of old school. But at midnight, all these shows have a comic with like a wireless mic who comes out. And he's like, "Hey, you guys ready to have a party?" Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like you're just like the startup guy. But then sure. in, in between shots and in between commercials you have to keep the audience going and then eventually the audience catches on that like you're that whenever you come out it's their time to just fuck off yeah it's yeah because i did it for america's best dance crew and that was like a six (laughs) six or seven hour shoot yeah, I don't, uh-huh. and and the audience was the same every episode because it was everyone's boyfriend and girlfriend. It was everyone's girlfriend. Oh, the same audience. So it was a bunch, so of, it was a bunch to... of dancers, and I'd be like, okay. oh, who are you here to see? They're like, Quest uh, Mix, whatever the fuck the bands were called, <laughs> Jabba Walkies. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah, why is that? I'm dating the guy. Oh, moving on. Because as a comic, you never want to do crowd work with like someone who's part of the thing. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole audience was part of the thing. Yeah. So I, yeah, so I. So you had an issue with it. I lasted like three episodes, maybe two. The other thing that made this a difficult gig was there was a very it was a very small audience. It was about twelve, fourteen people. So oh, I mean boy. after you get everybody's story that they're all from the Midwest, they were kind of They all got free. They tickets. were very conservative. It was this was a religious sort of talk show and so you can imagine the crowd and you know But your your swearing probably didn't affect them. They were probably okay with it, right? Couple of shits, not a problem. You know, saying, saying my God or Jesus or whatever. Like the, you know, I'm sure it was wasn't an issue at all. But I'm sure what it was was the um, stage director, whoever it was, was probably looking out for Judd. What's her, uh, what's her name? Naomi Judd. Naomi Judd. Yeah, there's a lot of Juds, right? Yeah, the, the, she Why was Nova part of Judd? a she was part of a scene. I wasn't familiar. I had to kind of familiarize myself with her resume a little bit. And uh, yeah, she was had her. There was three Juds, I guess, and they were in a. It was a country band. And I, you know, I was totally unfamiliar with them, really. And it I pays well, though. And uh, I didn't talk much about her because, you know. What do you know? I don't know nothing. <laughs> Instead, I talked about Ashley Judd's movies, which also he didn't, the, the, the producer didn't appreciate because I called her, I, I referred to her as hot as balls. <laughs> and like, because oh, she is. Geez. I loved Ashley Judd. At the time, that's she was a, like, that's she a was biblical a reference. Hot it's as bit, balls. Yes. John, chapter four. <laughs> Psalms. Psalms. <laughs> Mary, uh, uh, Virgin Mary, hot as balls. <laughs> yeah. So but, yeah, all of these things made but that. But the kick. reason uh, the reason I bring it up is because last episode you talked about um, getting kicked off an island, you yep. know, because you were doing a, a joke and the, yep. the audience, the lesbians, kind of took sure. took to your joke. But then uh, yesterday I post a Facebook status, and you 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 leave a gay comment, totally valid. Totally. You, you, well, I don't even remember what, what you said. Oh, you're gonna talk about this? Okay. And okay. then some chick who I don't even know the girl. Cute though. 
cute, some cute chick. Of that, course, like, she's friend cute. of a friend. She's yeah, got, you just like your friends of people online yeah. because someone's like, you got to meet so and so for your podcast. And I never ended up meeting her. Her huh. name's like Cialis or Sierra. <laughs> Cialis. She took offense. I hate when people take offense to shit that's not on their own page. Yes. Yeah, so but your t- rights t- are not valid. So tell your readers. I mean, your listeners, your readers. Should I just read the thread? No, just uh, it's basically Dave said, "I'm about to get my first mani pedi. What should I do, guys?" And I wrote. First, take the penis out of your mouth. <laughs> classic, classic, classic gay joke. Classic, busting balls on my friend. Busting balls on your my friends. friend on my friend's Facebook page. Chick, chick neither one of us knows. A goes, girl, oh, a gay a, joke. A hot blonde named Ciara uh, <laughs> writes uh, 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 some fucking sarcastic comment like, "Oh, gay joke, haha, hilarious." So then I'm right back. Uh, you know, yeah. Hey, it who, was. who are you to t- tell me what I can say and to my she friend? She doesn't know if it's an inside and she, joke. And, and she's like, "Well, be. you're stereotyping." Gays or whatever, and I'm like, you, you know, yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're not gonna tell she me. She didn't respond after that. You, you, you kind of. You, you, that, that's the thing with like. I put her in her place a little bit. You know, but you were like, shut the fuck up. This isn't your wall. You don't, exactly. You know, whatever. You're not gonna. You're not gonna referee my content to my friend on his p- Facebook page. You know, you're not gonna tell me how to communicate with my guy friend. Okay. It's fucking ridiculous. And I guess she has the right to like poke fun at you if we're all poking fun, but don't take a moral high ground. If anything, if she didn't like your gay joke, she should have like come back with another gay joke at you. I sure, and, and there's a way to poke fun at people that you don't know, and it's not with snarky sarcasm. If she knows me, yeah. by all means, like you know me, and you could make fun of me in any way, even a mean way, and I know because we're friends. Yeah, you say take the tick out of your mouth. I say, oh, are you already finished? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, like, yeah, yeah, see. <laughs> And then, but see, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And anyway, it's uh, it's it's a it's a hot time to do it to do uh, to take shit out of context online. It is a hot time, oh, man. I'm but uh, so you know tired what? You just, of that I don't shit. tolerate it. But I don't even do I don't even do what you did. I just I just like whatever. Yeah. But you know what I, I mean? Because I know. it's like there's so many of them that it's like yeah. killing ants. Like you kill one. You're so right, bro. And afterward, I said to myself, "Shit, I shouldn't have just said anything. I should just let it go." But I was really riled way, up about it. As long as you, well, you got riled up. See that that's a thing. You, you let a stranger rile you I up. I know. I hate that. Sometimes that's what happens. Yeah. Well, I, in my mind, I'm like, you're fucking with the wrong dude. I'm a comic, <laughs> you bitch, and I'm gonna fucking slam you because you're 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 acting like a fucking some sort of Facebook referee. Well, you can fuck off. You know we'll what I mean? We'll tag her in this podcast <laughs> so she can hear. No, because I'm it's tired. important. She's, I'm sure she's. I'm, let's uh, let's assume she's listening. I'm sure she means well, but it's like you've overstepped your boundaries. You're not you're not helping the situation because you're you're not your point's not going to be made with a stranger like that. Like either either Look get it. to know you and then be like, hey, you know my, uh, my 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 brother's gay and he was persecuted and I'm a little sensitive to it. But it's like it doesn't mean you can't joke still. So that's the other issue. So there's many layers of arguments here. Should should someone be telling a friend how to communicate with another friend? No. Okay. Yeah. Let's so, go. So, yeah, so yeah. O for one. <laughs> yeah. O for one. Uh, should you know on some on a friend's Facebook page? Uh, should someone take what I said and say that's stereotyping gays? That's a whole other argument too. You know, the whole, whole basis of response is is uh, up for debate. It's like calling a guy a bitch. Well, sure. you're saying that women are weak. You know, well, I'm calling you a term that we've all agreed makes fun of you. But but I but I get that I would lose that argument. I it's, would lose that argument if I was sure. someone a bitch. Here's the thing: it's the you know she used the term stereotyping. Well, what is the definition of stereotyping? Because I think a lot of people are throwing, and especially these these social social media referees, these these moral warriors that have blogs and shit that uh, you know they're they don't understand what this term means. To stereotype is to is to uh, go from the particular and then to the all. In other words, here's the stereotyping phrase. If I had said, Dave, take the penis out of your... Uh, if I said, I'm getting a, a manicure, a manicure uh, help me, whatever, and I was like, oh, I, well, Dave, you must be gay because all gay men get <laughs> mani-pedis. If you say, if you use the term all, now you're stereotyping. that is stereotyping. Dude, I don't think people you, know that. If I point good... out a general behavior of a certain cultural subgroup, that is not stereotyping. You did the improv thing where you go from A to C. You said, oh, you're getting a mani-pedi, take the dick out of your mouth. You've right. leaped over that I'm gay and, and went to a sexual act. Sure. So now we have two, uh, another <laughs> level of, uh, uh, you know, of her wrongdoing, you know, uh, <laughs> And, and and then another level of her wrongdoing is sort of is is this thing. It's called can I b- just be a reasonable person? Okay, we've all come across conversations on other people's Facebook that we were in a, involved in a thread, 
okay? And we may have been displeased with a couple of things that were in there. Move on. Move yeah. on. It's like... It's a snowball fight you walked into. This is a social media... It's not in your driveway. ...group. Okay, it's, I liken it to a, a bar. There's a lot of tables in a bar. You walk up to one table. If you don't like the conversation there, you don't say, hey, you guys, what the fuck? Yeah. What you're doing is wrong. No, you move on to another Chances table. Chances are you don't even you don't even participate with, even if you do relate to it because it, but like social media strangers communicate and that's why it's bred this crazy war. And maybe maybe it's and in some ways it's exposing like racism and a lot of things, but in other ways it's like you're taking an innocent thing and you're making something out of nothing. Cuz two guys for the throughout history are going to call each other gay or fag. It's exactly. going to happen. You're right. That's another level of two gay guys wanna, are going to call each other gay like, and fag. It's that Bill Burr bit where he talks about yeah, you, you, you know, guy friends where he's from call each other fags. You know, what I mean, I don't even want to get into that argument with her or on that point. But that's a, another and thing. You didn't going even on. use that term. I don't even need to defend that. You implied, which is like a higher form of comedy that you didn't even have to like call me a fag. <laughs> Either way, the uh, Manny Petty was great. And did, so here's the question though: in the end, in the end, did you did you smile when you read my comment? Did you? I ch- laughed. You laughed. It and was your birthday. But before right? even you laughed, it was your birthday, and I, that's what I wanted. That's the effect I wanted. I wanted you to, Thank to you. smile. That was a gift of humor you gave you me. Know, and I appreciate it had nothing that. to do with any of but your other friends. But as soon as she responded, I responded back, and I go, "Oh," because I just knew <laughs> you weren't going to let yeah, that happen. Yeah. <laughs> I saw your comfort. Oh boy! <laughs> so <laughs> you're like, point. you're like, here it comes. Because I'm but, such a, I'm such a like a like a. Uh, United Nations doesn't want anyone fighting guy. I really don't. You are. You're the nicest guy, so man. So I really don't. Cause I, just, I know you uh, didn't you want know. that to go down, and I thought about but when that, it did, too. I was like, I don't know this chick. So. I'm glad that you didn't know her uh, because I, I felt a little guilty. I thought she might have been a good friend of yours or maybe one, uh, of, your, one of your stepped, girlfriends' good friends in, or something. Yeah, I would have stepped in at that. Just Or I probably would. You know what I would have done is just deleted it because yeah. in, in the end, it's like you guys can have your thing, but I don't need like um, a, if it's my cousin or something. You know what I mean? They're just, but, but in that case, it, but my, most of my people and my friends and family wouldn't do that. Yeah, like, they wouldn't just like spew like what the correct so Bec- because true. they're reasonable people. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and they you, understood you, the context of sh- like I'm getting a Manny Petty. Please advise. Clearly, I'm 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 like I'm saying make fun of me. It gets and it got a million comments. You're you're asking to be made fun. Yeah. of. you're burying yourself. I, that's there. my favorite humor. It's it, like it, I'm I love do that something. humor too, and I love that you posted a picture of you doing it. it. Yeah. I, it's just great. You were you being very vulnerable. Oh yeah, and open as a comedian on purpose. You were welcoming the jokes, and I tried to deliver one that made you smile, and it did. So fuck this girl. Have you done a Manny Petty before? I have. But before we before we go, one more thing. Uh, it's uh, did you swallow too? You, you said your family and friends they they wouldn't do that. That's because your family and friends aren't hot blondes with the name Ciara. And can you imagine the sense of entitlement that comes along with being a hot blonde in LA oh, yeah. with the name of Ciara? New York, same thing. Okay, same, same thing. Yeah, exactly. She so that's my point. Yeah, she's got to solve everyone else's. Cause this she, is where these comments come from. People who have this sense of entitlement. I mean, it's so self-indulgent. To think that you should be the referee for morality on the social webs. I mean, it's ridiculous. Social webs. We've got exactly. Sierra on the line. Hey, Sierra. <laughs> uh, well, no, she is. We're not on uh, that podcast. So Manny Petty, you asked that. So yes. I got that, and um, I didn't know what to. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I was like, do I take my shoes off? Do I just go straight in? Because I mean, it's it's a real it's it's a real environment you're walking into. And I uh, I was with Tasha. She had a job photo doubling for um, a celebrity. I won't say the person's name. Um, Sierra. <laughs> it was a, very close to that, name, actually. Uh, so oh, yeah. I'm curious now. Uh, I want to know who I'll she say, fine, I'll, I think I can say it. Uh, it was for Sofia Vergara. There, Holy shit. She, they don't look alike. Does your but girl was, have curves like that? No, no. no but That um, is no, but good for you, was, man. Uh, I want to high-five you, and I want to meet her for one a, time. It was a hair thing. So anyway, so Tasha was supposed to be working right now, and her job like got canceled when she got there so we she could have been on but mm-hmm. we're going nuts getting ready for our trip i'm not saying when we're going or even when we recorded this so maybe we already went because i was just like don't let people know where we're going like anyone's gonna break into my shit rachel from australia said she was gonna break in we have a listener from australia oh so, and bef- w- let's let's mention our, our christian campos christian, yeah a big up, fan buddy? of the podcast uh, uh and a fan of me who's been following my ongoings 
and uh, heard me this on the guy Guys must We Fuck like podcast. Just New England dudes. I think he likes New England com- uh, comics, and so I just want to give a shout out to him and, and say he's a very, very extraordinary softball player. That's, so and, he knew you, and then yep. he randomly listened to my podcast. That's I don't right. know if your name was in the title. Either way, I, th- I think he's listened to a good amount of them, yep. and then he and then he uh, he got to hear your fucking. This is great, again. and you know, to give shout outs to your fans because they support. Um, you know, they're going to be there for you no matter what you do. They're such cool people. I was yep. bitching last episode that I hate when people write HBD on your timeline for your birthday. Dude, it's and so some chick lazy. Wrote HBD. I'm like, fuck yeah, because oh, <laughs> at least she was being ironic about it. I was <laughs> yeah, like, okay, yeah. someone's listening. <laughs> so I appreciate that, but yeah, it's my birthday. I know we're jumping all over the place, and I know you had a, you had a show like on the other side of town. Was I had a birthday too, Dave, April 27th. Happy birthday. Thank Wait, you. Wait, your birthday was after our last podcast? Oh, yeah. You, you yeah, had yeah. a birthday right after our last podcast. Yeah, and yours was what? The 29th? May 1st. Yours was May 1st. was Monday, May, May 1st. 1st. Oh, Taurus, baby. Yeah, fuck fucking yeah, give man. it up. Yeah. Dude, we're like brothers. I know we are. I even know it. <laughs> we're um, like blue-eyed brothers. Did you do anything for your birthday? What did I do for my birthday? Um, shit. Besides offending random chicks on I my Facebook? I don't even remember what I did for my birthday. Oh, God. I'm so lame. Because I'm, I'm an Irish twin, so my sister's... Yeah. For 17 days, my sister and I are the same age. So May uh-huh. 1st, she was born May fir- May 17th, 84, uh-huh. and I was born May 1st, 85. So okay. until this May 17th, we're both 32. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. So we're less than a year apart. So my sister and I would always do birthdays together growing up. And I'm not like a, I'm not a huge like me, 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 me type of guy, but I kind of hate to share on special occasions. So Tasha, her birthday's Monday, May 8th. Oh, so, damn. So uh, we've done a few of our birthdays as joint things. And this year I had to be like, it kind of hit me. I was like, Tasha, look, like I'm going to need my own birthday. <laughs> I was just like, look, it's it's nothing against you. For, I mean, we're going to Colombia for her birthday. I mean, technically. Jeez. I, I mean, mean Colombia, I mean, huh? Like, we'll be in Colombia for her birthday. All right, fuck, did I say that date? No, whatever. Either way. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to get the date. You're going to cut that out? I'm going to blur that part out. Just because oh. just just she'll wake me up at 4 a.m. and be like, babe, I feel like you said something about that. And then I'm going to. Anyway, so for her birthday, you know, for it's, it's her big birthday. I'm not going to say what age, but it's a milestone. And um, we're going to Columbia. But for, 21. My, for my 30th. We uh, we got barbecue, so the whole thing's fucked up. Like the what she gets for like women just get, but it's obviously a good trip we're going on. It's gonna be a blast. I mean, you get to be a p- big part of that and, and reap the benefits yeah. of. Uh, a but c- for her, for birthdays, she's like she wants like little things. Like she wants to go out and like have shopping with a friend and like cappuccinos with two people. And I just want like dudes, buddies, beers. Like I'm just like a loud music. Not like club loud, but like uh-huh. so we went bowling and I it was I mean and I was I got waste I haven't drank that much in a long time. They had whiskey at the bowling alley out of a soda stream, like out of one of you know like those little soda pistols you get the diet coke out yeah, of like a spring break they shoot it in yeah, your mouth. But down they your didn't throat. shoot it in the mouth. They just but I was like that's a fucking shitty way to serve me whiskey, <laughs> but like some hot it, it's supposed to be some hot chick with a big bottle, but instead it is that's the way it shooting should be. it out. So um. So yeah, it was a, it was a blast. It was like I actually it's it's if you forget, you know, you get so busy with doing work shit and this and that. And as, as comics, we're always seeing people at gigs, but it was like a non-gig Monday night. A bunch of comics brought their significant others, and the, and then and then Tasha brought uh, some uh, a couple model friends, which was fun, just to see some random chicks there. You know, just uh, yeah. N- no complaints about that. Just no. Just hanging out for no reason. You, you know? should bring mo- hot model chicks to your boyfriend's yeah, birthday. Yeah, we could have used you there, man. Shit, man. I'll introduce you to this w- one chick. I, I was down in I was down in Redondo doing that ponchos. <laughs> I know you had to do that, and I did it the previous week. <laughs> you did hey, it the previous week. I saw that. Did you have a good set? I, I did not have a good set. Why not? It was a very. I don't know what happened. It was very weird. Um, you did that gay Manny Petty. So bit? it's it's funny. And I did not do the game any better. <laughs> it's funny as comics, you know, we do this so many times and jokes that have worked a million times. And then there's this one, there's, you have that show that where you just don't click. Did you take it for granted? Like you kind of ma- mailed it in? Uh, or it just I did work. not. I, on your I, best effort. I know Sometimes it, on your best effort, it just doesn't work. Well, I did it, what I did was try too hard is what happened. Because it was my first time there. And Dano, the guy who books it, was like, he was very tight on comics. And he goes, I'm sorry, dude, but I'm like, can you just do, uh, uh, do six minutes? And yeah. I'm like, and I, I'm watching, you know. Because he books like 15 comics. He books way too many comics, and I'm watching a lot of these comics do a lot of time. And I'm fucking bummed out about it. And so, and then I want to make an impression. people go up late. You probably went up late. I went late up very late. Yep. Uh, I Which saw is not good. People listening go, oh, headlining. No, going up late on these shows yep. is like, you're talking about like 11 p.m. on a Monday. A, a long show, too. Uh, on an 8 o'clock show. Very, very overbooked. It was a long show. Um. Uh, Lachlan Patterson blows up the room, uh, and then 
they bring me up and, and a couple of checks get dropped as well. And it's a small place. As, as, you know, maybe there's 10 tables or whatever. Right. So now so 30% of the room is paying uh, the bill. So a couple of bills being paid. A couple of tables get up to walk out because it's just so late. Lachlan blows up the room. So I go and I try too hard. And when you try to – because oh, I could see what was happening. What did so, he do to so, blow up the room? Because I know he's, he's, he's a just, strong he – He's so great, man. He's so great. And I love watching him. He's such a smart joke writer. He just did very, very well. He's you know, a comparatively, smart joke Better than anybody else probably on the Not show. Not surprised. No crowd work really. He just kind of like went into his. his he set. started with crowd work, and in hindsight, I realized that's what I should have done as well. I should have eased into it. But with six minutes, I thought to myself, I just want to get in and shove these these good jokes that down their throat. And eighty uh, percent of the time, I bomb. No, it's because I'm rushed no because you're doing a five minute set. I was totally rushed, and I, I hate to I hate to be one of those guys that shifts the responsibility. I should have been better at analyzing the situation and been a little more um, savvy. But in, by in being your first time and having to prove yourself, and I want to prove show, myself to the booker, not the book. I mean, the guy is there; he's been running the show for four years. Did but you I you never have to been switch there. your setup. Like, a, like the first bit wasn't hitting, so you switch it up a little bit, or did you stick with it? Uh, no, I stuck with what I what I wanted, what I thought would be proper, and uh, yeah, it didn't it didn't fucking work. I'm sure, out. it was and, better and, than. And, I mean, I'm sure it was still a, a good set. I mean, I have good material, so yeah, yeah. It, I mean, objectively speaking, yeah. Because I've seen some stuff. people bomb that are like, you know, no jokes. I had to follow a guy last week that he ran the light about ten minutes, um, and it w- he was like a f- within you know he's like only done comedy for a few months, and he was at that stage where like he kept on trying to get a better joke in, and he and he kept on bombing harder. Yeah, and he harder. wants to leave on a and big laugh. Apologized. He's uh, like, sorry, this is all new stuff. It's like, bro, everything's new. Yeah. And um and then I had to follow that, and uh, my my goal. I mean, the crowd was just not even listening. They were just talking, and, and it was a full room. So unlike you, I, I went up in a full room, but, like, they didn't give a fuck. And there had been, like, five comics in a row with, like, half-hour specials or hour specials went up and murdered. And then this guy just sucked the energy out. So the whole audience thinks, all right, it's open mic time. Yeah. And then you have to go up and just, like, sort of hit, hit your dick all over the mic and try to get their attention. And this is what people don't understand about about uh, this art form. It's a It's a... It's more than just being a, a writer or a uh, you know a, a funny person. There's a dance going on between you and the crowd, and and if you're you could be an amazing dancer, but if your partner's wasted, all your great dance skills are to are also wasted. You got to get wasted with them. Yeah, proverbially, you, you have to make the adjustment. To, to and audience. go down to their level or kind of get on their wavelength. And then bring them back to where you want to go. To even move in the same Yeah, otherwise it, you're going to bounce off of them. You're going to just bounce off to them. They're not even going to be – It's you, sales. Your communication you gotta just sell whatever. falls. Yeah, you got to go, oh, this is a blue-collar crowd. Or, yeah. I went up there and just did my loudest bit first. I have this bit. I, I talk about the penis game. Did you, you play that before? You go. You say penis, and he goes back and forth, and one guy yells it. No, I mean I knew your material was highbrow, but I didn't realize it was that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dumb joke, but um, I, but I end up doing like a bit, an act out of a guy just screaming penis. But you don't, you don't play. You never played that game growing up. It'd be like in, in like elementary school, and the kid would be like penis, and the kid's like penis, and it'll go back and, and like you. Damn it, man! I'm not I doing a, that. I'm not doing very the sheltered childhood. I wish, for you, I wish I had that. But I wish that, I had that experience. You, find, you get some people in the audience that like know what you're talking about, and you, sometimes there's a chick who plays, so you can play on that chick who's uh. the game. But then, like, it ends up with me just like Steven Tyler, top of my voice, yelling penis. Steven Tyler, yeah, Tyler! Right. and um, another Boston guy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, sweet penis of mine. And um, <laughs> that's gonna be the name of the episode. Sweet penis of mine. Uh, um, <laughs> It's a short start. Um, yeah, so so uh, it 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 what it does is it usually gets a rowdy crowd's attention. Yeah, because like that's like a it's like a bar show joke. Like, but I'll, I can do it in clubs. But it's like you don't you have that bar show material in those instances. Well, you, you got, got that New York show yeah, yeah, where yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. I got to yell. Sure. And sometimes the mic, sometimes yep. even if you yell into the mic, it's still not going to be loud enough for the room. So you sure. just got to do that set as loud as you can. That's right. I have it's that- not an ideal condition. I have material like that too that I can go to. You you mentioned in our last meeting that you liked the karaoke joke that I did. That is one of those jokes that I could whip out at a bar show. And I, in hindsight, that probably would have been a great way to open at that Poncho's place because that's a you know I'm singing in that bit. It's a real attention grabber. But I didn't want to do it. I wanted I had these jokes in mind that I'm kind of you know trying to put the loose ends together and they're still very good, but they just need to be touched up a little bit. And I wanted to do them and. I'm like, it's a crowd, and they're watching at least. And I'm like, I'm just going to do it. And, and uh, I think I tried too hard. But anyways, let's, uh, let's shift sure gears. You're hard on yourself. I have some questions. Can I, uh, can I get some dating advice from you? Uh, can for I, can who? I turn the table for on your, for me? 
for you. I want to hear yeah, your yeah, po- yeah. your perspective on some advice I ha- I need. So okay. Tasha sent me a text yesterday saying a friend of hers is doing a birthday party in Miami. Should she go? Sure. And I was like, whatever makes you happy. But on the inside, I'm thinking, fuck, if I had a buddy who had a birthday in Miami and I wanted to go, she would probably – maybe she would say she's cool with it. But the second I'm in Miami having fun, she would be like – you know what I mean? Like you, could, you would be able to feel that. So my whole, my whole thing is like I want her to go, but I also want her to know that like I'm a cool sport about it and I want her to treat me with that sort of like – trust if and when i go so i was thinking maybe i'll just go to new york that weekend and go do some stand-up in new york well i think this is a good i think this is a good uh, step for your relationship then and this is something that needs to be overcome that's what i'm thinking it's like and if i envy can't overcome it then you you don't but i at least need to like because i i really want us to be able to it sounds crazy because we're about to go on vacation together but i want us to be able to do shit apart and be and be comfortable so this past weekend she was in vegas um with a company um, it paid not too much. It was like an influencer thing. Like they all got paid to like go to go to the opening of a club and whatever. But she was with some friends that I trust and she trusts, and that's and that. And I was like, look, you need to hang out with girls. I think it's important for women to hang out with just women so they mm-hmm. get they get their feminine energy. They restore all that. That shit I can't provide, and I don't think women, especially in relationships, always do a good job of seeing mm-hmm. other women. Maybe you can provide now that you've gotten your first mani pedi. But that's yeah. Okay. Well, that's um, now that I now that I'm a fag. You're a little more feminine now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I man. agree with you. I agree with you. So, uh, so she went and um, drove her to the airport. I was happy for her, whatever. I didn't uh, – she didn't call me. We, like, texted and everything, but she didn't call me, and I didn't call her. And when she came back, we again, we were on good terms, but I was like, Tasha. And, you know, and I would have loved for her to be here to, like, go over this because I probably will go over this again with her on it because I want it to be fair and make sure that we hear her points. But I was like, Tasha, you didn't call me once. You didn't fit. Fa- I didn't get a FaceTime message. She's like, babe, we were working till like 4 a.m. We're going to the, all these events. They're being brought to all these events and this and that. And um, I'm like, yeah, I know. But imagine if I had gone to Vegas, work or play, whatever it was. And I didn't call you because I had a gig in Catalina for five days for Bud Light. And um, I was on the phone a good amount with Tasha making sure she's cool because I knew she was really bummed out naturally that she was missing out on a lot of fun mm-hmm. I was having. And and it's like I want her to want to have fun with me. But at the same time, if I'm the one on a work trip having fun, which we're allowed to do, um, I felt like she was harsh on me. And then she's the one on a work trip and I'm supposed to just – so uh, anyway, I was like, would you be upset if I was in Vegas for a weekend and didn't call you? And she was like, yeah, I'd be fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's all I need to know. Because I'm not mad, but I needed to know that you, would, that you understand that maybe we need to – and, I, and we've, done, we've, we've done plenty of trips. Like, you know, she went to Cabo for a, a work trip. Uh, they all stayed at a house. And, like, she made it a good point to, like, FaceTime me here and there just because it's like, look, come on. It's like you're out of the country. Show me a little bit of love. That's all you want. I am not a quality time guy. I don't need to talk for an hour on the phone. I just need to know you're alive and not fucking another guy, which sounds crazy, right? Yeah, and <laughs> I hate to say this, but it's call me out. It's well, this isn't healthy. Not healthy, totally. Not at all. But uh, to your defense, this is the majority. I think the majority of, of the relationships that I've been in and that I know of, this this kind of stuff happens because. We are incomplete human beings when we get involved with these other people. We are not completely – we haven't figured out for ourselves. Full happiness by ourselves? Full, uh, happiness. I don't even know if you – I want to call it happiness, but we haven't even figured out what we want out of life, what life is and means to us yet. We have been infantilized by culture, and then uh, without being ad- real adults – we hook up with another person who also has no clue and doesn't know themselves. And then we make this mistake of saying, hey, let's pretend that we only need each other for the rest of our lives or for this time in our lives. And uh, invariably, you get instances like this because y- you, said, you said a phrase that is quite alarming, but it's common. You're like, I just want to check in to know she's not fucking another guy, among other things. And that's the, and, and that's I've felt the, these things too before. That's the, that's the bare thought. You, don't never, you never say that, but it's like – You never say you, that. That's why you'd get the text in the morning. Yeah. Are you still alive? There is Did a you relief. Leave me or not? So when you get this communication from her, there's a relief on many levels. Serotonin spikes. Uh, it's she's like alive. It, it, 
it's sort of uh, you know it makes you feel better. Oh, okay, she's not. She's obviously not with another person, so that makes you feel better. She's obviously making. She's mine. There's like some kind of like ownership going on here too. Like report totally. back to me, and and with and vice versa with her. When you go somewhere and you you have to check in, there's some ownership. Is he having fun she, with other people? She, am I right. not good enough? Is am I? Will he be exposed to better options now? Sure, this is very common, and this is just these are symptoms of uh, an underlying major major problem with relationships in. In a culture that, uh, in my opinion, uh, you know, ha- puts a premium on being juvenile. I mean, youth culture is a thing here, and and uh, everybody is trying not to be an adult. You know, grown men walking around in sweatpants. You know, forty-five-year-olds at the comedy store in baseball hats and skateboards. I mean, every fake tits. All of these things. We're we just obsessed <laughs> with youth culture, and uh, and the culture reinforces it because. There is money to be made in trying not to be yourself. There's money to be made in not being a full individual and in being enlightened. Because what happens when you're enlightened, Dave? You know what you start to realize? You don't need other people. Not only that, you don't need things. And that's alarming to a culture whose entire econ- economy is based on things. Material wealth. And we actually, you can make the argument that we're in a culture that only cares about you when you're buying things. And they make you feel important and loved and that you're worthy if you're, if you're purchasing shit, if you're a consumer like yeah. everybody else. All of these things go into this. And this is why the culture infantilizes us. And that's, so, a, that's why it's hard for guys to have a strong woman because she doesn't need you financially. Tasha does not need me financially. And, I, and I, 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 I'm okay with that. But I understand by saying – like the, the pure codependency is doing something for someone else than, regret, than like resenting them. So it's like, yeah, Tasha, I get it. I drove you to the airport. The fuck? You didn't call me? I drove you to the airport. You're not going to call me? And I, I get what I'm doing. And I'm just – I kind of think – I mean I personally like to think I have the balls to like talk about it because it, it's not a pretty thing. Mm-hmm. A pretty thing is being like super cool, like whatever. But at the same time, that's just not where I'm completely at. 95% of the time I'm there. But then when it's like midnight and I know that they're out at the club because literally – and she's not a club person. You got to meet her. She's not a, a nightlife. But of course not. You wouldn't be with someone like that. I mean, and if she was, fine. But like, you know, like, t- t- like today we have to go to um, – we got to go to a bar so she can take a photo with a um, – a, a type of alcohol. I don't want to blow them up and say what kind. They only serve it out. Like, I want her life. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, they're going to pay her like, like the cost of our trip to Colombia. Oh my God. And that's something that she's earned because she's done all these shit jobs where she's yeah, had, yeah. you know what I mean? Like she's done Good a, for her. Good do you know for what her. I mean? And like, and I don't resent her. I don't, I'm, I'm happy for, for that because it's, she's not objectifying herself. I, you could say she is by taking a photo with it, but it's like, she did that for Bud Light. Sure. They pay her, they pay her handsomely to and, take a photo. And the cans, between, already, the cans between her tits. But other than that, it's totally, <laughs> it's totally not exploitive, <laughs> but she's not and anyway. So, um, it's just a matter of, of being like on the same page and being extra, communicative and by that i don't mean like i need the facetime i just need to know that it's like all right tasha i get it you went on a trip and you had a blast and you weren't completely thinking of me you were too busy i get it but when i do that i step out of the bar to make a phone call every once in a while Mm -hmm. because i know and maybe this is my projecting Mm -hmm. that she's at home being sad that i'm out doing my thing so i know she feels that way too so it's like a, I don't want to show my true sides, but at the same time, I want to sh- I want to be like, look, come on, do me a bone here and uh, show me some love. Not just during the day, but in the red zone times, like nine to two a.m. Because during those times, it's like I get you're working, but it's like that's when I know there's a bunch of dudes trying to score with you guys. I know it. She posted a photo from her trip and tagged a guy in it, and um, oh, you, know, you lost your shit, didn't you? Started to. Yeah, dude, Alan, right? It's and, hard. Um, it's hold, hard. But, but so, so it's a. He wasn't in the photo. It was a bunch of the girls, yeah, yeah. and he was like the, um, you know, MGM uh, liaison, the VP for these chicks that would like lead them, you know, lead them in the back door to to the events oh, and, stuff. and provide all the coke. I. Uh, <laughs> so what do I do? I click on his Instagram. Yeah. Because she said, "Thank you so much. You, you were, it was amazing." And you and when you click on it, you're like, "Please be gay. Please be gay." Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's gay. What a he's relief that was. He's going to be Manny Petty. Petty. <laughs> Super gay. He had a hand in hand with another guy. Oh. They just got married. So you're Super like, oh, gay. phew, relief, relief. But that's what I'm saying. Because imagine if he wasn't gay. 
Well, because in this case, I would have been like Tasha. You're gonna really like. Uh, you're gonna really do that in front of me, and like my friends that follow you, my brother who follows you. You're just gonna like shout out some other guy. It gets this weird alpha male zone. But at that point, yeah. I kind of think I have a point. At that, it's like, come on, fucking. That's almost like Donald Sterling to that chick, you know, the owner of the Lakers or Clippers, or whatever. He yeah, was the, like, the former look, owner of the do Clippers, what you want to yeah. do. Just don't yeah. post it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. look, thank this guy for touring you guys around. I know you're not fucking him, but, like, don't make me look like an asshole while you're in Vegas getting, you know what I mean? So it's an well, interesting thing, social this media. Is, this is just uh, another symptom of uh, what's wrong with your relationship, uh, Dave. And, and how do I get out of it is the, is the question, I guess. Get out of it. Either. Get out of the symptom because I mean I okay. Have, well, how I'd, do you I'd, get out I'd, of the symptom? It's 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 hard to say. Okay, you could. There's a, there's a number of things on the menu. You could go be alone and explore life and um, experiment and take some risks with some of those things inside you that you think you might want to try. Some experiences you might want to have. Some places you might want to go. Careers you might want to want to be in. Places you think you might want to live in. There's that route, and a lot of people do that. Uh, a lot of women I know do that. You know, you get a lot of friends that go, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go backpack the South America. But these yeah. are people that are trying to do that, you know. Travel, so it's not rare. Sisterhood travel pants. Yes, sort of. that, that's probably the easiest way to do it. The harder way to do it, but still possible, is to communicate all of this to her. And if you guys can somehow find a way for both of you to grow. Now, I'm preaching this as someone who's never done this before. I, I, I don't even know if it's possible, but can you be with another person? And still work on yourself. And still work you on yourself. What is that going to include, though? Little things like we're talking about, like, hey, you don't need to check in with me. And by the way, go there if you want to go there and, and hang out with your friends. She shouldn't you have to check in with me. Shh. I should be okay with saying, look, Text me when you text me. Let me know you got home okay, but you don't have to check in with me. But even then, 100%. I guess you don't have to check in with me that you got home okay, because what am I going to do about it? Call the hotel. Hey, did Tasha make it back to yeah, 22B? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah? She's with a gay guy named Alan? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. This is hard. I don't know if this. We're t if we could figure this out, how to do this, we would solve so many people's relationship problems. I don't know what the answer is. Is there a way for, the two, for two people to sort of be together in a committed monogamous relationship and still give each other a long enough leash to um, – try to have experiences that may make the other person a little uncomfortable um, in the, in the, but, with but the long trust. run in mind that builds trust and, and allows them to try and figure out who they are as people, what they want out of life. Can this be done? I have no idea. Because the alternative is if she doesn't go to Miami with these girls – She's going to have resentment from me for stopping her. Of course, So I bro. can't not only – I have to not only stop her but force her to go if I think she wants to go. Yeah. Tasha, you got to go to this. No, but then it's just – but it, here's the thing. Like, So the girl that invited her has got a oh, way bigger following and they were looking at flights and flights were like kind of expensive and the girl's like, oh, I'll just, I'll just get us a jet. And I've had this talk with Tasha before where like some girl's like, we're going to get a jet to Cabo. And I'm like, look, you don't just get a fucking jet to Cabo. You don't get a jet to Miami. Who's sucking whose dick for this jet? Oh, we're talking I see. about Randy in the helicopter oh, so over here with his gas I prices. See. So you think it's it's like someone like like a like well, Mace? Is, uh, well, the thing is, is like this jet. girl who invited Tasha has got a gigantic following mm -hmm. and enough to completely live off of. And uh, you know, and um, so and maybe she said she all she has to do. She said all she has to do is like uh, Instagram about it, and then and then they get the free. And I'm like, look, okay. I mean, what is a jet to? Miami, it's got to be. You got to be talking twenty grand a gas, probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't Who's know. I don't know prices, but grand. I'm guessing you uh -huh. a cross country flight's got to cost you fifteen bones. So anyway, I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure that maybe it's a maybe it's a private jet that they couple it with uh, paying customers. Who knows? I want her to go to experience it. I do. I do trust her. And if she comes to some crazy realization that hey, I she falls in love with this chick or something crazy like that, then that's what it is. I know that sounds crazy to say. I'm, I'm, I'm going to a farther extent because I don't think that would happen. But it's like I can't I, – I can't – here's what I can't do. I can't know my girl's unhappy and do anything productive. If Tasha's not happy, I don't have a good stand-up. Mm. I mean I might have a good show. Like I can still turn it on on stage, but I'm not going to be happy before or after my show. Well, isn't that kind of odd, don't you think? It's odd. Yeah. Don't you but think I, that that limits you I've as a person? I related her emotions to me directly. Mm, like today yeah, she was yeah. stressed getting out of well, the door. Was that healthy? It's, no, it's not healthy at all. You're, 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 <laughs> you're tethered. All. You're tethered to somebody else's emotion. It's not only that, exhausting. you're tethered to. And I hate to. I don't mean for your Call, female yeah, listeners. Call them out. You're tethered to 
a, a you know a young girl, and we know how their moods well, can shift and swing. They have at the same time. Yeah. Sure, sure. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not. That's not a moral judgment, right? There. I'm just saying, you know, uh, women, young women, can be very. Uh, I'm sure it's all. I'm sure it's all ages. For you to tether your your state of mind and mood to that is a little can be a little daunting. It's it's yeah. a bit for you. Here's you know where I mean? I've here's what I've overcome. I'll say what I've overcome because I have a ton, uh, a long way to go. But I've overcome. Like, <laughs> I just realized what this podcast is. It's for you to, oh, to, totally. to, to get free therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the pilot like, I want to write is me like, just getting you, free therapy. So, like, it's not like, hey, Jonesy, let's talk about your sex life. It's like, hey, so I want to talk about what you should, what you think I should do about my sex life. <laughs> well, uh, I reached out to this lady who wrote Codependency for Dummies. Because apparently she's a sex therapist or a relationship therapist. I'm sure her rate's like two grand an hour. But I was like, hey, you want to come on the podcast? <laughs> oh, shit. Turn on the uh, mics. <laughs> yeah, get her on here. Give some promo. But no, it's – um. I mean, I, I've outlined red zone times when when we're in the danger zone. So like like tomorrow, we're going to travel. Or oh, fuck, I said it. We're going to – you know, when we go on the vacation. <laughs> you don't know um, when this is being You don't know when this is being aired. Yeah. When, we're going, when we go on the vacation, she's going to be – um. She's going to be fucking anxious as shit and stressed, and she's going to try to take it out on, on anyone in the room because yeah. she's going to want – so what, I, what I've learned to do is maybe um, you know, we clean the house a little bit earlier. Maybe we do all these things because me, I don't need a bed made to go traveling. She needs the house to be immaculate. Okay. She's just got like – she needs everything mm-hmm. to be under control to walk out that door. So it's almost – maybe it's enabling of me, but I've learned to – do better of like cleaning and things like that. This so, is like, good of you. You're pre- you you do, and 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 uh, I should have been. Of I should have been a little bit better at these things with my ex, who is. It wasn't those things, but it, if we were traveling, there was just certain things that she needed, and 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 eventually it would aggravate me. Well, let's okay. Um, so let's focus this so, back on you. So what were uh, you doing that? Oh, I can't even remember. Or what did she? So many, what did she, she need from you? She just needs to. Ev- things that need you, to be okay. You know, she has a little bit of anxiety. Just like your girl has this anxiety. It's an anxiety. Now, now here's my point. And it's not our fault. Now, back to we're, we're not complete human beings. We have issues. Your girl has a – where does that come from, her, her need to – this OCD is an inner – It's a, it's it's a, a family a, thing. It's, yeah, it it's a family – whatever. It's childhood. It's socialization. It's early early programming, early, early adolescent imprints. It's, it's this kind it's of a, stuff. It's, it's women be, being told they have to be perfect walking up the door. It could, it could be something like that. How many people but, listening but have not, to have fucking a full head of makeup on? This isn't just women, though. I think uh, uh, there, people suffer from OCD, if you want to call it that, for you know all genders, all, ty- all types. But this is another example of – she hasn't she hasn't fixed that yet in other words she's still that is a symptom of her being in i'm not trying to insult her we all have these issues uh that is a symptom of her not being a complete human being yet not not facing the sec- same issues not until feeling she- secure not not being and this is lofty but not being quite enlightened and uh, figuring out what's going on in this world. Not that we're going to know, but to, to get, you hope to get to a level where you're comfortable that's why we're in your skin. To figure it She's out. She's not completely comfortable in her, her skin. And so that's a symptom of it. And now she gets in a relationship. So now you have to deal with the symptoms of someone who also isn't, an incom- isn't a complete human being. And it makes these pairings quite, quite difficult. It's hard enough to maintain a friendship. Never mind to live with someone in a romantic setting and when, when we're all incomplete, when we all haven't quite fixed ourselves yet. How, d- how dumb are we, though, that it's as simple as that? It is yeah, as simple as mo- that. In the moment, we're just barbaric. My buddy driving to my bowling birthday party, he shows up with his girlfriend, and you could tell she's pissed, right? And you go, oh, fuck. And he, he walks outside to have a smoke, and he's like, yeah. He was like, yeah, Waze was telling me to go one way, and she was telling me to go the other. And she's like, baby, got to go this way. And he was like, no. And he, like, and he like you know, snapped on her. Uh-huh. Fucking done. Rest of the night, done. All because his like visceral reaction was like, yeah. no, because he's riding a car, there's traffic coming, right. and he just, in that moment, he, like, he couldn't deal with, his, like, with the ego of it all. And then and it was enough to blow it over for the night. Maybe he needed to buy her flowers. I mean, really. Like, and, but instead, I mean, we do have the chance to really sidestep the issue. Whenever it's possible that Tasha and I sidestep what could be a bad thing, I like to I I like to wait wait for it to cool down, but then in hindsight, be like, babe, we did a really good job of nipping that in the bud, and I think we and I I like to make it a teaching moment, not just for her. I'm not trying to say I know what I'm doing. I whatever her issue is, I've got my own equal and separate issues, but they're not anxiety. I I don't know if if it was growing up playing a bunch of sports, 
But don't you know, like, dealing with adversity, like, that's my thing. You're not going to fucking catch me super stressed out. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, I've been, I've been a second away from missing flights, leaving the country. Mm-hmm. Boom. I'm doing – I'm cool. The, the, mm-hmm. the energy is flowing in a sharp, let's figure this out type of way. And, and sometimes oh, she's like, I got seven things to do, blah, blah, blah. Baby, you just got to do the first one and then the second one. And before you know it, you'll mm-hmm. have it all completed. My issue is probably worse because it's an emotional thing that like, kills me. Is not is is dealing with her when she's not happy. Mm-hmm. So so that's something that yeah I need to find a way to to work on uh, to f- make myself complete and and maybe it's now that like I mentioned I got this side gig where a little bit more money's coming along so I'm not like um, not that she's like my sugar mama but it's like you know it's it's a confidence thing to have money money can like you know you can take a day off if you need to you don't like I've been working myself to the bones like 60, 70, 80 hours a week it's just nonstop with so, with certain gigs that I get. I it'd be hard to not say get resentful if she gets to upload a photo and make a week's pay. Sure. So, but it's nothing against her, and I'm happy for her. It sounds crazy to say nothing against her. I'm happy for her, but I'm not happy with my own with mm-hmm. where I am in my career. And maybe comics, we it's a fucking tough gig that there's it's probably hard for us to like love others because we're just not happy with where we are. And I'm not a gut crying myself to sleep. I mean, it's just a matter of fact. Like, until you're making the money doing the creative shit you're doing or, or you know, getting rewarded in a certain way, you don't feel like you, you're valued for what it is you're meant to do. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel – did you feel that way in your relationship? You mean regarding uh, her making money, me making money? Is that- like, like, did you ever feel – like, have you dated a girl who just, like, felt like she knew what her shit was more than oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And is that – was that – did – it, was there any pressure on you there? No pressure on me because that's on the way she felt about what I was doing. That was her problem. Um, she, at the end of it, I think, uh, was resentful to me because, uh, you know, going out and doing comedy for no money was, uh, you know, something I did for in New York every night, you know. Uh, and I think. So she was resentful over the time you spent pursuing this thing that she didn't see the fruit of the labor? Yes, and uh, she's That's kind a of a, she's a real uh, she's a real champ. She's a real entrepreneur and a go getter, and and she's she's started businesses. She owns a business now um, that's successful, and she's very very much a superstar. Manny Manny Petty's on La Brea. That that that's the, that that was her problem. Okay, I'm doing. Just checking my time here to make I was sure. Doing, okay, yeah, we got 15 minutes. I was doing what I loved, which is, which is uh, spreading my opinions and points of view on a microphone and seeing if other people agree or if I can transform the way someone looks at something. Uh, and you're not working for free either. You're building. Like someday you're you, going to get too. cash in for that. We, we could argue that as well. But whether or not I'm going to cash in on this, if I'm enjoying this art, what if I just painted in the kitchen? Is she going to get me? What the fuck with the painting? Can you just sell one right? I was like, I like to paint. Yeah, art's and about giving it away for free. I, I like to do this. This is something I like to do. I'm not one of these guys that, um, you know, uh, I don't know, have this, these other hobbies where, uh, oh, I collect football helmets from every NFL team or I, uh, you know, I fucking... I, specific. <laughs> I don't know. Like, people have things that they do for enjoyment on the side. For me... And th- it's enough for them to fill their well of like, yeah, I do baseball hobbies. cards. Yeah, whatever. Staying up, she's a little bit more aggressive. Uh, yeah. she To master. I'm not at home fucking watching, uh, you know. Uh, so she had a hard time with lost, you, you know, because you were choosing stand up. You were choo- which you're supposed to choose your creative endeavor before your your lady, and that's a hard. That's a hard. I I I uh, I think it's amazing that you did that, because I have a hard time. There's plenty of nights where I'll just stay home versus going out and doing my thing, and it's something that I hope when I come back from yeah. Columbia, I can have a stronger work ethic to my nighttime stand up and just go, babe. You know, I'll give you, I'll give you every morning. I'll give you, I'll give you every morning, but I need to be out there. I need to stop watching TV from eight o'clock to midnight. That's when I should be out there. That's just the time of night that this shit has to be done. This is, this is one of the things that I'm talking about. This is part of your growth in your gut. You feel like you should do that, right? Well, so then I'm just at home resenting the fact that I'm not out. So if you, if you team up with someone else and then you, you don't really, you start to not quite listen to some of the, the gut messages, um, for the sake of someone else. For whatever reason, whether it is to spend more time with them or because you think they might feel uh, uncomfortable if, if you're away from the home for, you know, out at l- night late, like as in the case of stand-up comics, then, you know, what are you doing? You know, you're, you're limiting this growth. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Um, how do you – some people can do it. I mean, occasionally you'll meet a couple who just – they let each other do what they want. There's no issues there. Those people are 
very rare, I think, and I don't think we can hold them up as examples of relationships. I it's think just like two counterdependent people or two introverts. Ninety-seven percent of us are, you know, in that are in relationships are in relationships that don't quite foster an individual um, pursuit of enlightenment. Which is crazy because the stronger you can become individually, the better you can reap the rewards with your partner. 100%. And so Tasha's not making me a funnier comic. I mean, sure, we go on experiences. I can write about that. I do yeah. appreciate that. But she's not make like, it's me. I have to own up to being better, to, mm-hmm. to just working harder. And then, and then I look at it this way, and it's like, then you get a gig, you know, you like, you, you, Robert Kelly, comic I appreciate, right? He gets to go do a gig in Aruba every year. He takes his family. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. He gets to he gets to take his family on vacation because he writes jokes and performs jokes. That's the dream. And it's like when you're not at that level yet, it's hard to see that, that there is like the chance that you can travel the world, go to mm-hmm. you can go to do a UK tour or this or that. Like it's out there. You have the chance to do all the things you want to do. In my case, I was, you know, telling Tasha when she wanted to go away for vacation for our, our birthdays, I was like, look, I'm just not there financially, this and that. And she did a great thing. She didn't, she didn't let me make excuses. She's like, look, it's always going to be something. So what's it going to be? Are we going to go experience life once mm, in a while? That's a good, that's good. And I was like, it took me a little bit. It took me a little bit. And I came back to her, you know, I'm talking like just an ugly fight. I came back to her. I'm like, you're right. You're right. Like it'll never be right. And um, you're telling me the shit that I tell people like jump in the net will appear. And, um, and mm-hmm. we agreed on the trip and then a lot of, a lot of good shit c- conspired around it and we're going to go and, um, and who knows what's going to happen, but I'll tell you what, like a kidnapping, maybe yeah, who knows? <laughs> well, either one of us, we'll see. <laughs> She's worth way more well, than I'm you. Always, let's face I've it. always said we're going to find out what her, what her going uh, value is on the sex market. <laughs> yeah, not only <laughs> that, Mexico. And she's got that following on Instagram that those terrorists will know all about. Oh yeah. They'll know right where to find us. Um, <laughs> in Venezuela. That's why organs are sold. But you know what I mean? It's like, all right, that's, that's something I can look at for all the things that I say, you know, like that the relationship is pull, it's pulling a lot of misery because it's, it's really f- focusing me to like address my own issues. If it wasn't Tasha, it would be the next girl that I fought. You know what I mean? It'd be somebody, but like to have someone go, you know what, Dave? No, you say you're this, like, let's go, let's go do it. And again, you know what? That's right. That's right. Let's fucking go do it. So, so, um, if anyone's listening, I mean, if, if, if. If, if I can, it's, it's just do it. Just do, just go, let, let, travel, live. Because we forget to do that as comics. We get too much into the whole, like, got to get up three times a night, got to go do this. I'll tell you what, this has been the most unproductive year of stand-up for me, but I feel so much growth. Yeah, and I think, uh, you don't just compare this to stand-up. You have listeners from all walks of life, you know, the people that work nine to five. You know, do, do take, like, let them know, hey, take the trip too, you know. So, um, look, we're pro- approaching an hour, and my meter's going to run out. Okay. We didn't even tell people that we're in the center of Chinatown. Do we oh. mention that? I want to take, so take a photo. You've got to take a couple photos so they can see. I want to take a photo of just you, if you don't mind, for the podcast, because every photo I have is a selfie that I took. Oh, for real? So I look like an idiot in every oh, photo. I, it would be an honor, because this little alley in Chinatown with all these cool little um, all right, so storefronts, and the little lamps hanging from above. I mean, I'm just trying to paint a picture for your listeners. Yeah, here. so well, they're going to see it. So go to Sex Actually Pod on Instagram. I'm going to take a photo right from my point of view, so you get to see Jonesy's uh, light eyes over here. And uh. His, uh, yeah, you can see the dreamy Jonesy. It's our birthday week, so happy birthday to you. And people, can, they can find you uh, where? To remind everyone. Oh, uh, jonesy.com is a, is a good place to go, J-O-N-E-S-Y.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter, at Funny Jones. And thanks for the free advice. I know I kind of hijacked it. Uh, Dude. I, I know I'm guilty of that probably. Anytime. Time. Anytime you want advice from me on here, I am, <laughs> I am available in Chinatown. I'll get you on with Tasha, and you can grill her and, and find out. Cause, cause you, think I could, uh, you think I could help her in try, some way? Well, well look. <laughs> or is she um, just going to give me shit? Well, I'm saying this. She's, she's super helpful with others, but yeah. and I'm helpful with others, but it's hard for us to turn the mirror on ourselves i know i got issues you know what i mean like i don't do this shit just just for like it wasn't a spontaneous decision to just analyze relationships like i definitely have a curiosity to it but at the same time and I'll, by the way i'll end on this do you you're, you're grew up catholic right i was raised catholic so yes. i got my my uh, a box for my mom for my birthday and uh, this is just the most irish catholic guilt that she's ever done she i opened the box and it had boots that i left there she had 
promised me some of my boots back. And she gave me some money too. So like I want to, you know, she gave me money. But then she gave, there was two books from like an uncle who passed away, like his book collection. So she put a few books in. Like she regifted me some books. <laughs> what old war, old war books? An old book on writing, just like real old oh, okay. school, like this real old dusty <laughs> books. Shakespeare on writing. And then um and then a couple uh, cards, very nice. And then an an open an unopened um two letters from the New York DMV of a parking ticket that I had. One was open, so she knew it was a parking ticket. She uh-huh. sent me a fucking parking ticket from 2013. Wow. And I'm sure her idea was, uh, you know, maybe you need to l- address this. But it's like in my birthday package. Yeah, yeah. So all these good things. Sure. Like, and then all of a sudden I'm like, Mom, what the fuck? That's because they... Are o- you do- how, how tone deaf are you that... <laughs> they always got to throw a little guilt in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. She, I, she's literally had me unopen uh, receipts yeah. for the dentist before during Christmas. Because like, yeah, like, that, that's fucking... <laughs> nuts <laughs> anyway that's if you don't know what irish catholic guilt uh, is now you know it's uh opening a parking ticket yeah, for four years that's ago. it in a nutshell right there. that's really it that's your, all right. your yeah, birthday but, care package yeah care package i'm in debt <laughs> thank you could have done a lot better not seeing this anyway uh that's the episode we're straight on an hour dude thanks so much for being back again come back anytime well i'd love to have you on when we get back from uh, yeah have me on when we get back yeah all right, everyone, go follow Jonesy. I, I gotta meet your your lady too. I know. So I, we gotta I'm, have I'm a chat. not hiding her from you. I promise. Yeah, no, so Tasha's okay. out there, and um, and everyone go wish. Hey, yeah, everyone go wish Tasha a happy birthday. Her birthday's May eighth. Oh yeah, happy uh, birthday, uh, Tasha Courtney on Instagram at Tasha TV on Snapchat. Everyone go send her some love. Tag her. Tell her you're thinking of and you love her and make her feel special. We'll be in. Uh, we'll be a, mm. probably away. Uh, I'm don't tag her too hard. Dave gets jealous. Yeah, don't tag her too hard unless you're gay. If you're uh, <laughs> only you're gay men can guy. tag her. Christian, I got my eye on you. <laughs> Yeah, Christian, he's a good-looking guy, man. You don't want him tagging your. You don't (laughs) want him tagging Tasha. He's a good-looking. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You guys are the best. This is Sex Actually. Bye.